Hey, Nick. Hey, Chase. It's that time again. What time is it? Time for... Fuck This Place! What kind of dog is that? It's what we call a, a cockapoo. Have you heard of a cockapoo? Sounds like a cockapoo. No, it sounds it's, mix it, of poo. No, it, no, it sounds like uh, yeah, something. In he's a little shit. Up, yeah. He's a little shit. Is what? Uh-huh. He's, no, he's cock-a-poo. really, really well behaved. Uh-huh. Uh, it's co- co- yeah, cocker spaniel and poodle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Much more very... than poop. Oh, cockapoo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. They're very fashionable. Everyone's got a cockapoo right now. Oh, really? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, huh. yeah. So it's. Uh, Either way, they're uh, they're either a little cock or a little shit. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. so um, <laughs> but no, no, he's very well behaved. We got him. He was a lockdown dog. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. One of those. One of those. Like one of those. Maybe so we he, should. Uh, and now you did. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I had exactly. some of those conversations as well, but we never we never pulled the trigger. It was like, what if we did? I was like, yeah, what if we did? <laughs> and then I kept saying and that long enough. There. What if? Uh-huh. That, you know, it worked for Marvel. What if? Let's just leave it there. Yeah, it was, was kind of like a conversation with a toddler where you just keep saying why, you know, <laughs> like, well, yeah, well, what if we had a dog? You know, well, what if we had two cars? Wouldn't that be neat? Well, wouldn't it? What if I had what if we went to the moon? Wouldn't yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. What if we went to the moon? What if there was a dog there? Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to paying our bills. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we should introduce the podcast. Welcome to Fuck This Place, the podcast about jobs with Chase and Nick. My name is Chase. My name is Nick. And with us today, another fantastic guest. He is an actor and a writer, but I know him also as a stand up and a singer, is where I met him. He's visiting us all the way from the London area. With us today, Mr. Kieran Mellish. Kieran, how are Hello. you doing? I'm, I'm very well. Very well. Thank you. Good, 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 yeah. good. I'm glad. Thank you so much for uh, accommodating the time change with us and being here with us. Yeah, no problem. I will. I will warn you. It is nine p.m. in the UK, mm-hmm. which means that every English person is pissed by this point. So, oh, really? And by <laughs> piss, and and in America, piss means angry. Um, but in the mm-hmm. UK, that means drunk. But that yep. also obviously means angry. So right. I'm very <laughs> it's angry. a vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you so you're, you're you're pissed right now. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I was a little bit earlier and then I had a little lay down and I mm-hmm. thought, no, I've got to be ready for this podcast. So I now I'm at, that re- I'm at that really nice. Yeah, riding away. I'm on that cusp. Yeah. You got yeah. some momentum got there, mm-hmm. but not yeah. too much. I I'm, do remember I'm one the... beer from just pissing everywhere. So right, uh... right, and that's the third phase. <laughs> yes. Um, is drunk, angry, and urination. Um, and uh, the Americans just went straight to urination. Yes. I do remember when I discovered the difference between a pint and like, what is it, it uh, a royal pint, which is more in America, pints are 16 ounces, whereas in the UK, yeah. they're like 20. I think it's tw- like, so we, on, so we do it, those. we do it in milliliters. Oh, so um, sorry. I'll Google it, so, I'll figure it out. So an American pint is uh-huh. 500 milliliters uh-huh. okay. and a UK pint is 568. And let me tell you that 68. Is oh a boy. Big sure, sure. Sure. Fucking yeah. Especially difference. when you have like four of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, rem- I remember when I moved to the U S and I ordered a Stella <clears throat> and Stella come in those uh, lovely chalices. We call them the chalice. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like, it's a bit of a goblet situation. Yeah. It is. And when you get that and it's ever so slightly, it's because it's only 68 milliliters. So yes. it's only slightly smaller. But I yes. remember ordering my first Stella in the US and going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, Kieran, the, the first thing we do on every podcast, we actually do a mm. segment. Uh, and the segment is called Fuck This Place? Question mark, where we mm-hmm. decide if we would work somewhere or not. And we look at job listings. Um, okay. I don't know how familiar 
the UK is with the, the website Craigslist. If I say it, does it ring any bells for you? It does, but guess what? We don't say Craig, we say Craig. Craigslist. So it's, God, it's Craigslist. Damn it. Craigslist. But it's Son not as big as bitch. It's not as big as we we have one called Gumtree and it's a, it's the same site Gumtree. but that's, that's mm-hmm. bigger here but Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Listen, I spent I spent 3 years in America uh-huh. and I had to make some money somehow so I you know <laughs> so uh, you've been around I've the block got, and I've got lovely feet so uh, uh-huh. Craigslist I'm very uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar with. <laughs> yeah, and all the US Gumtree is called Gumtree I believe. Uh-huh. Um, well, there you we know, go. So named after uh, Tom Hanks, his famous character. Of course. Forrest Gump. Um, <laughs> so we pulled up some like UK, London-esque Craigslist. It, you know, it's it's a wide berth. Um, but so what we're going to do is I'm going to read the title to three. Yes. Based in the UK. And uh, you're going to pick the one that's like, definitely, I don't want to look at that one. That's an automatic fuck this place. And then we'll look at the two and decide whether we work there or not. Like a fuck this okay. place, yes or no. Okay, Love so it. title number one is paranormal investigator title number two odd man oh sorry odd job man any work title number three is hypnotist wanted so we're flirting with the supernatural (laughs) as a theme here so which one is like an obvious no for you paranormal investigator odd job man or the hypnotist situation i mean instinct tells me paranormal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i've never seen a ghost or at least i don't think i have but yeah um, yeah. same same but I'd be interested. So I would. Do you know what I would say? What would you say? I would say the odd job man one. Yeah, fuck him. He's boring. Fuck that because that's probably going to be quite boring. That's going to uh-huh. be moving some shit. Uh-huh. That's going to be picking mm-hmm. something up, dropping it off. Mm-hmm. I want to see some ghosts. Mm-hmm. Same. And and what and what was the other one? The other one was uh, hypnotist. hypnotist. Yeah. And I want to. I want to. You know. I want to do some hypnotism. I want to do some I stuff. Will, I will say, uh, Kieran. I will say that. Um, your enthusiasm is like what I feel like I would feel if I was pissed at this moment right now. <laughs> yeah, I want some fucking ghosts. Yeah, let's see some fucking ghosts. And then because we always get in a fight here, you want some? We'd be like that. So, uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll save the ghosts for uh, last and we'll jump straight yeah. into this hypnotist. Uh, situation, okay. if you will. This is Sunbury not... on Thames. Sunbury on Thames. Okay. Sunbury on Thames. What can, what can we What can we say about Sunbury on Thames? Sunbury yeah. on Thames. So on Thames means it's going to be on the River Thames. Uh-huh, yes, so this is yeah. probably in Surrey, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because you don't tend to, you don't tend to say it in London. If it's in London, it's going to be on the Thames you, because you're in fucking yeah. London. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But when you're in <laughs> Sunbury, so part of the Thames comes to where I live in Kent. Mm-hmm. So I'm from mm-hmm. Kent, which mm-hmm. is the uh, a county. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, so, yeah, somebody on Thames, I reckon. Can you can you give me a little zoom out? on that? Here's the crazy thing is I did a screenshot because we, <laughs> we selected these jobs oh. but when we tried to do this the first time <laughs> and we were like, these jobs are too good. We have to hold on to them. Mm-hmm. And so I screenshot. I can't zoom out. Sorry. This is it. What we got is what well, we my got. apologies for being, you know, no, throwing no. my guts up after yeah, some it, terrible prawns. And again, we you know, that's shrimp. We call them prawns. <laughs> here. Um, so hypnotic. So that's probably going to be sorry. Yeah, that's going to be sorry. So yeah, hypnotist wanted Sunbury. Real, real, real sorry vibes, that's for sure. So the, yes. so the text to the ad is very short. There's no images or anything. And it says, looking for a hypnotist to hypnotize me to stop eating certain days of the week. Only qualified hypnotists, please. This is important to me. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> and the conversation is listed as $100. So, or 100 oh, pounds. Wow. So, excuse me, 100 pounds. Right. Um, so I, so I, I would, I would say that this, per, they're saying only qualified hypnotist, please. Mm. I've been to a hypnotist. I went to a hypnotist. I, I went um, to one hypnotist as well. Yeah. Please carry on. It's, 
a qualified hypnotist, I'm thinking, is probably asking for more than hundred. And how long's the the, the session? Do you know what I mean? Uh, correct. So I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this 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 person mm-hmm. um, is uh, is is looking for a bit of a cheap deal on a hypnotist. Yeah, it sure seems stop, like it. Yeah. What what days? What days yeah, this do you feels, want to not eat? <laughs> feels like more of a war on a day of a week than mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Like, it's just like. <laughs> What's your problem with Wednesdays, guy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thirsty Thursday is not working out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, why just certain days of the week? Do you know what? Join Weight Watchers. Join. Why is are you certain days on the to stop I think, eating? I think that I think that How certain bizarre. people do 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 this, and I did say do do, and I do know that. Mm-hmm. Um, just important to say, I think, on yeah. this podcast. Um, I think certain people do do this when they have like a like a diet like program, like you know, some people do like a cheat day, you know, or they like, oh, I'm low carb Monday through Friday, you know, but yeah. weekends are like whatever I Intermittent want. fasting is uh-huh, a big correct. thing, isn't it? Yeah, so, that's a thing people um, do. So, you know, we're just naming things. Uh, <laughs> 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 the, but I, I am a little like, I just don't understand. I, it seems to me like if you are looking for a qualified hypnotist, number one, you're in the wrong spot. But more yeah. importantly, I think the qualified hypnotist would be the, would actually be able to tell you better how to like if I'm guessing this person's trying to lose weight. You know what I mean? Like if they're just like, I want to stop eating, eating a whole day, <laughs> you know, yeah. it seems like the wrong try- way to do it. Do you know it what I'm like trying to think? To I'm trying to think um, whether I posted this when I was very <laughs> drunk. Posted about a month ago. Where was I a month ago? Um, <laughs> yeah, I need some help here. Right? I, I want think- to find a, a qualified yeah. hypnotist. I just think that's bizarre because the thing is, is that if you if you say, right, if someone asked you, oh, so what? you've lost a bit of weight, what are you doing? You say, well, here's the thing. Monday to Thursday, I eat nothing. Yeah, that's a bad thing to do. That's that's not healthy. That's not, you know. You're not going to survive, I don't think. But then physically. you're going pi- to pig out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're eating everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a good, um, uh, you know, way to lose weight, obviously. Yeah, even but, if um, I was a qualified hypnotist, I would think you're not a very good client. Option. Yeah, but you know I, I mean? I'm sure there's someone just to do this. I want. I want to know the days. I want to because surely not. <laughs> I mean, listen. In the UK, it's very traditional to eat fish and chips on a Friday. Oh, it's Friday specifically. Oh, Friday. Dude, that it's the last amazing. day. Yeah. Oh, I love it, fish and it, chips. It, it's insane. Have you ever seen? Um, have you ever seen? Uh, somebody feed Phil on Netflix. No, uh, I've seen episodes. Sure. I think. Yeah, I don't think I've so, seen. Yeah, anyway, yeah so it's, it's it's Phil Rosenthal who who wrote um uh, everybody loves Raymond and mm. uh, and so he i guess he's got so much fucking money now that he yeah. just goes around and, yeah that's what happens and, with like there's that new like paul hollywood show where he just drives cars yeah <laughs> you know like Nothing you love this guy do. you love this guy talking shit about bread well guess what <laughs> watch him drive a ferrari and jack off to it maybe yeah. it's very strange yeah so, so, carry so, on. so he well he goes to london and he goes to um it's a very famous food review, and so they go for this fish and chips. But yeah, fish and chips on a Friday mm-hmm. because that is the last day you will get fresh fish because there's no fresh fish deliveries on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, so it's a little so so you know that Saturday, if you get fish and chips on a Saturday, the fish is going to be a day old, not too, not too bad. Yeah, yeah. But get but on don't a Sunday. Fucking do it too, on Sunday. Don't yeah, do yeah. it on Sunday. Do not yeah, do it. On you know, Sunday. you want? I mean, you know, you're on a goddamn island, so you want the freshest fish you can get. Yeah. So we think that this guy is uh, got to stop eating fish and chips on Sunday. Is that what yeah. we're saying? We think <laughs> yeah. that that's the, like yeah. he keeps yeah. getting he sick. loves he loves rotten fish and yeah. he can't help himself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I so, like to I, think that this guy also thinks that you can just hypnot- be hypnotized into other qualities. You yeah. know, like I want to like be nicer. Can, <laughs> yeah, hypnotize me into knowing karate. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> hypnotize me into reconnecting yeah. with my son. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't think this person understands hypnotism at all. Because <laughs> my no. understanding, again, I, I saw one hypnotherapist for, a, and it's really more like sort of like a highly structured like meditation than it is. You know, it's like you're That's not like hypnotized for like hours. You know, you're just breathing hard yeah. <laughs> and thinking about like your inner child or whatever. Like, it's not well, like- I, I know that I'm I know that I'm definitely definitely not. Um, what's the word? Is it susceptible? Am I saying that wrong? susceptible? I think yeah, susceptible. I know because you have to be able to be hypnotized. Yeah, um, because yeah, yeah. I've seen that there used to be uh, when I was at university, one of the first sort of nights of when you go to university in the UK, your first week or your first two weeks, what they call freshers week. Yes, 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 yes. It's like they give you entertainment and stuff. Oh, it's 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 an organized um, absolute carnival of drink and oh, and it is, and so every <laughs> that, that's what. It, and so one right, of the because your drinking age is eighteen in the UK. Exactly. Right, so right, when right, you right, head, right, to, right. so it, that's what I found so strange about living in the US oh, was yeah. that I, you know, I uh, very much like, even though it's even that, so so for you guys, if you're drinking ages twenty one, you'll start yeah. drinking about sort of like eighteen. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I think and it's all number. secret, and and you go to a party, and and the cops get called. Like yeah, I, I remember that yeah. sort of in movies, like the yeah. cops are here. And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, they're 18. Why are the cops being called? <laughs> but here, the very very much the tradition is, if the legal age is 18, that means you start drinking about 15. Yeah, and yeah. you just hang around with friends in a park with a bottle yeah. of vodka, and you just yeah. like hang about all uh-huh. night. So, um, but I remember going off tangents. So I remember they you were had experts this, at this point. Is what is what was ex- exactly exactly. And uh, and there was uh, they had an X-rated hypnotist. Oh, <laughs> and what was so funny was so it was, it was a comedy hip- hypnotist. You know, and it was really funny. It was really great. But again, I wasn't susceptible to it. Um, yeah. But one of the best things he did was this the last guy he had on stage she has this group of people and he gets them to do it. I mean there was one girl I mean there was one girl I mean the thing she was doing on stage it completely mm. not creepy at all uh, mm. or anything like that you know she mm. kept her clothes on and, and it was mm. it, it was all done in good taste mm. but there was a guy and the guy how he hypnotized him was he said every time someone shakes your hand you're going to feel like you're having an orgasm <laughs> right and so <laughs> so he snapped him out of it and the guy's like whoa whoa you know what happened he went oh thank you so much for coming up man shook his hand and this guy's legs just go to jelly right (laughs) on stage in front of everyone and then of course as he's leaving as he's coming down off the stage and the show is is over everyone is shaking his hand going hey that was really funny up there man and i shook his hand and i tell you what i've never felt a handshake go from so so uh you know um strong to limp basically yeah so limp uh-huh. And uh, and uh, you know I made that guy come like three times. So, yeah, uh, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was like uh, his best friend was there. They were doing their secret handshake and stuff. He was coming for like eight minutes straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and I'm in the club again. Um, yeah. yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, and I I do agree that like there's like there's for sure like there's for sure power to it. So you know I think you're also messing with some dark magic here, pal. I think so. I don't Craigslist. understand. Oh, excuse it. me, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Craigslist. Yeah, Craigslist. Um, it, it is. It is funny though to think of like trying to mess with dark power and using it to just make a guy jizz on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, and um, but that's what that's what did he re- was he really mm-hmm. or did he just feel like he was? Yeah. And that's what I want to know, and that's why I yeah. need to track this guy down. Yeah, that's who, crazy um, that you had like an X-rated like show because like yeah. I was I you know I also went to college and was I was in theater and stuff and so we did like a pre-show for like kids coming into college or whatever. And mm-hmm. there was zero alcohol anywhere during the orientation. 
we had a show where we just like showed them how to put on condoms and not smoke weed and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that was it. And we got in a little bit of trouble for showing them how to put on condoms. (laughs) Well, that was so so controversial there, isn't it? You know? uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, Well, we were also in the South. So, you know, everything is controversial. (laughs) I mean, we, we, I mean, we start, we start sex education here in the UK when you're about 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, no, it happens. It happens. They're just like, please don't. And when we're done talking about it, don't tell, don't talk to me about it either. Yeah. And you know what? We'll we'll tell you some things, but don't fucking tell it to us back. And you know what? After you showed them how to put on the condom and told them not to smoke a joint, you know what the first thing they fucking did was? Both of those things. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like, where do I get condoms and joints, please? (laughs) Okay. Well, let's, well, obviously, like, no, we're not taking this job. So we're going to say fuck this place. No. Moving on to paranormal investigator. And this is oh, got a lovely just, logo. They have a great logo. There's one image here and it just it's like, is this like the in the center of the logo is a moon and on front of in front of the moon is like that Egyptian oh, like there is a yeah, I figured it out as I was talking. It's um, like a, a, like a not a jackal. Is it a jackal? What is it? It's an I, Egyptian like animal with yeah, uh-huh. it's yeah. like a pharaoh, but it's also like a dog, you know. And then it says paranormal yeah. research crew, which is along over the top. And so, then, you know, it's official. If, as long as they can make text swirl around something, they've got graphic design skills. Ed and Lorraine Warren are, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says Anibus Paranormal Research Organization. That is Goodness what the gracious. image says. So the text wow. says Anibus Paranormal Research Organization is currently looking for individuals interested in working as a chapter director. So how many ch- chapters do you have in starting an investigation team in the United Kingdom? Oh, so, dude, this sounds like a really good superhero movie right off the bat yeah yeah uh i did just watch kingsman the other day so i'm (laughs) i'm ready to go all training will be provided no expenses from you only the desire to lead a professional unit oh my god and investigating (laughs) haunted locations ufo reports and cryptid sightings what does that mean? What's I think that might be. I think that might be uh, like Crypts. cryptozoology is like uh-huh. Bigfoot or like the Yeti and stuff. Uh, um, oh, okay. So I think that they're. I think they're in, in a you know Loch Ness that kind of situation. Yeah, you know, animals. Um, yeah. Each chapter has its own character. <laughs> That's nice. A little flexibility, mm-hmm. but we do it's ask like your own boss in uh-huh. like the video game. You know, yeah, you know, one stage. <laughs> Uh, one, person, stage boss. one person has like two pistols and one person has like one shotgun, you know, um, <laughs> each chapter has its own character, but we do ask that you follow the core philosophies and standards set by ARPO. Oh, that's Animus of course, Paranormal of course. Research Organization. AP, oh, sorry, APRO. I think I said it wrong. APRO is a professional organization with chapters around the U.S. Oh, I see. We're importing here. Our right. teams are utilized to, is by the way, is utilized spelled correctly in an, a UK spelling? Because so, English, so, that's wrong. So we would put we would put that as uh, an S instead of a. Um, okay, so they fucked. And it here's up. a shocker: a <laughs> okay. Z. We say Z. We don't say Z. Oh yeah, I've watched a couple oh, of Adobe yeah. Premiere uh, tutorials by <laughs> UK and uh, New Zealand guys. So I've yeah, heard the Z, Z. the Z key. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's no Z in utilized. <laughs> And it should be an S. I just they just misspelled it. I thought they were they, right. they were substituting an A where they shouldn't have. Anyway, our teams are utilized to assist those in need from various paranormal activity. I like those people in need. If you have never been involved in paranormal activity or just interested, please contact us. You can also check us out by going to our website for more information. No experience required. <laughs> All training done by organization. We request only a sound and inquisitive individual apply. 
If interested, our executive national director will contact you for an interview. Not this the like end. <laughs> Not the END, surely. <laughs> We're in the C-suite here. <laughs> or the N-suite. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, hon. I got END on the phone. I've got to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who? I know who? It's your birthday, He's like jumps but... out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then it says, thank you. And then there's a website. And by the way, it's very clear that it's Anibis Paranormal and it's a Wix site. They haven't paid to make it a pro site. They it's haven't a... got a domain name. I uh -huh. love it. <laughs> It's Chase McNeil, not ChaseMcNeil.com. It's ChaseMcNeil.wix.com dash pro you, or whatever. And you know these people have watched so many uh, conspiracy videos on YouTube to know what GoDaddy is, right? Uh -huh. Like, <laughs> get a domain name, guys, uh -huh. please. It's, it's 100 bucks a year for WordPress, I'm pretty sure. It's, chi it's cheap as chips, as uh -huh. we would say. <laughs> I like to think, like, Especially they watched on Friday, so, many, uh, so many paranormal videos that the guy was like, I got to start a team. Like, <laughs> I got to get, get somebody together. It's too much. He's going missing on. out on big life moments in his children's life. He's like, yeah. I've got to set, yeah. up, I've got to set this up as a business because you yeah. know what? The, these ghosts won't quit. They <laughs> will not. He watched. Uh, he watched spooky cemetery videos, and then he watched the first two X Men movies, and he was like, "All right, <laughs> yeah. I know All what right. I got to do. We're gonna put this together." <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I do. How much? Too much? You want to bet the executive national director is the person writing this ad? Um, that's what we're uh -huh. guessing here, right? How much do you want to bet he's wearing a hat made of aluminum foil? He, yeah, possible, uh, this possible. guy sounds, um, yeah. I also I mean, would like to point out that wages were not listed. And then when we get to the compensation to box, it says compensation volunteer. is volunteer. So we aren't even getting paid. And then it's an employment type contract. Like I'm going to sign a fucking contract yeah. <laughs> to do nothing, to get paid nothing. <laughs> Although they did, they did uh, spell organization, right? They took out the Z and substituted right. an S. So good. Perfect, you know, good. Perfect, they knew perfect. their audience. Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely everything about this. Is yeah, bizarre. You know, I'm, I'm absolutely not in because um, like from the very practical sense of like uh, whether or not you believe in like ghosts or whatever, mm -hmm. typically that kind of stuff happens in places that just aren't safe. It's all abandoned <laughs> buildings. You know, it's all places you could get hurt. This is volunteer work. Yeah, on a old construction sites. Yeah. I'm not gonna trip, yeah, over some old railroad tracks and like fucking break my yeah. neck and then yeah. tell everybody it's because I was hunting Bigfoot. <laughs> is how this happened. To well, me. And it was, oh. it's under directive from the executive yeah. national director. So also, also, Nick, this is in London, which meaning that if you wanted to do this, you would have to relocate for absolutely no compensation. Yeah, mm. I've got um, a call, so mom. <laughs> yeah. i've got to go to london i've got to do it i've got to go i'm gonna i have to i have to track down these ghosts here no across the world <laughs> yeah. no they don't affect me at all these ghosts aren't coming at me for any reason but i gotta go to them you they don't affect my family my finances yeah. in fact they, get, they make them worse by me showing up right right <laughs> and i'm gonna go um, kick up some shit across the world so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um now i honestly you know like no I'm not going to do this. No. Nah. Um, I do. I do. Honestly, you know, they keep rebooting Ghostbusters. Why not do a UK version? I feel like that could be a good time. There's plenty of ghosts. Yeah. You know, plenty of we, history. We, we we did have a um, we had a I don't know if it was an American show, actually, but Most Haunted. Was that an American show? Probably. I mean, it sounds like an American it, show, just the it, most. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh -huh. so there's there's some stories where I live. There's uh, the stories of the ghost of Bluebell Hill. Uh -huh, uh -huh, oh, uh -huh. that sounds um, good. And so, mm -hmm. 
but uh, you know we have such rich history you know it's mm -hmm. such a long history here yeah yeah um so it's uh, there's got to be you know there's, there's the got to be ghosts there's yeah. got to be a lot of ghosts just because uh, oh, most so of the ghosts, ghosts most of the ghosts in, in the u.s are like from the revolutionary war or whatever you know yeah and and there's not a lot of 90s ghosts you know <laughs> from no. what i've been told or, or heard so no, yeah, we're I'm like, just a, saying, we're like gotta... a discman. That would be, you know, <laughs> um, that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah, like a we don't have like ghosts that would like they're like into Blink One Eighty Two because they just died not that long ago. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just haven't evolved their taste. <laughs> yeah, just young um, ghosts. Uh -huh. Yeah, they actually only know uh, albums up to Enema of the State because after yeah. that is two thousand. Yeah, they don't know. No, you no, know what is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's my age again? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm also I. I think you've already said this, Kieran. I, it's not that I don't believe in ghosts. It's just that, like, I believe that some people, just like in are, are like more susceptible to them. Are you telling me you ain't afraid of no ghosts? I'm not going <laughs> to say I ain't afraid of ghosts. I'm definitely afraid of ghosts if yeah. they're real. <laughs> I'm just saying I tend to not see ghosts. I think other people yes. see ghosts. I think some people see ghosts and other people don't. And I got nothing wrong with those who do. But I'm not going to be, I, even though I can't get paid anything, even if I wanted to help you, I would. I'd just be like, I don't know. It looks like a coffee shop, mm. pal. Mm -hmm. So I'm out. I think again, I'm going to use this word again. I think you have to be si susceptible. Susceptible. <laughs> Is that a word? Anyway, susceptible. I think you have yes. to be. You know, I th I do th I do believe I saw um, I do believe I saw a ghost. Uh, oh, I tell I tell you when I I I feel when when me and my now fiance we've been together mm -hmm. for nine years, mm -hmm. and obviously when um when I first uh, was going out with her, I would stay in the spare room. You know, mm -hmm. as, as uh, mm -hmm. being respectful, very respectful young man mm -hmm. I was. And uh, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night and someone I heard, Kieran, like that. Oh. And I thought maybe it was her at the door. She couldn't sleep. She was upset or whatever. Mm -hmm. I went, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I look up and it was the spare room had the computer uh, suite in it. You know, um, oh. back when back when you had huge, chunky yeah. computers. Yeah. And and the computer chair the, it was rocking back and forth. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> And mm. and so I reached out and I stopped the chair and I turned around and I slept with my nose against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, I say I slept. I didn't sleep, but I, yeah. I right laid. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my mm -hmm. only. So I wouldn't do this job. I wouldn't do this uh -huh. job because I don't think I don't think I'd be a good fit. If uh -huh. I'm yeah, honest you, with you, because I'm not. You're, you, I mean, obviously afraid of the one ghost who is like, again, like a 90s ghost who's just like looking for the latest Smashing Pumpkin mm -hmm. CD. I was, I was going to say you were like, uh, babe, you're not going to believe it, but I think I need to start sleeping in the bed with you. Because <laughs> oh, I saw like, yeah. the craziest ghosts. The, <laughs> he was going to get me, babe. He was one of those chair ghosts. So yeah, anyway, anyway, scoot over. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, all yeah. a ruse. It was all a ruse. <laughs> yes. um, but no. So, yeah, we'll just say we're going to say fuck this place. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on, guys? Hey, did you know that you can text this podcast? The number is 470-223-5627. That's 470-223-5627. We take your side, by the way. I, just that's an automatic position. If you text us, we're on your side. Yeah, I don't give a damn about your boss. You think I'm going to protect that guy? I nah, hate nah, that nah. guy. I hate that guy. I got your back. We got your back here. Absolutely. If we're like, a, this is like a weirdo, like sleazy lawyer commercial. I mean, we're on your side to a point, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm wearing a goofy suit right now. <laughs> I'm wearing a brown tie. <laughs> Couldn't tell you why. If you need to talk shit about something, like we're, we're, your, you're, we're your shit talking team. All you got to do is text 470-223-5627. That's 470 Two two three five six two seven. We're on 
your side. Kieran, what is the first job you've ever had? The first job I ever had, um, from the age of 15, I sang in pubs. I was a pub singer, as we, as we call it here. <laughs> that, is, that is the most London thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. It was yeah. like UK occupation. Yeah. Uh-huh. As, as like, like, I, he, he was like, I was also a cartoon mouse. <laughs> and yeah. a chimney sweep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and I worked on watches. I said, I said, uh, Daddy, I think I can sing. And he went, let's make some money out of this. So uh, he put me in a pub. But yeah, so so 15 years old, I'd, gr- I'd grown up doing musical theatre and, mm-hmm. and singing and and musical theatre tends to lend itself to uh, sort of jazz and, and swing mm-hmm. music quite mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Michael Bublé had just blown up. He mm-hmm. had, uh, I think it was the, the Crazy Love album. The mm-hmm. Boobs, right? Mm-hmm. And he'd had this album out. And so it's usually every pub wanted like a... Um, uh, a Michael Bublé, what we call tribute act. Is that what you call it there? Yeah. Where someone like covers. Yeah. Like a cover yeah. band or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like a cover band. So, um, so that was my first job was doing sort of Michael Bublé, Frank Sinatra, Bobby Darren, who I love mm-hmm. and singing in pubs. Um, so that was my first job. Well, how 15. regularly are you doing this? It got to a point by the time I was, by the time I was 17. So about two years later, um, every weekend, there was a, a gig of some mm-hmm. sort, whether it was mm-hmm. a pub. Mm-hmm. And then what, what tends to happen is like people ask for a card and yeah. they book you for your win. So I then became a wedding singer. Yeah. yeah you just oh, wow. Thing. And doing that whole thing. Okay. So um, <clears throat> t- talk to me about the setup here. Cause what I'm imagining is you just sort of walk in and like, hello blokes. And then you just start singing uh-huh. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Yeah. My guess is you have like a, like a microphone. Is it like a band or is it just like no. a karaoke so, so like, system? Like or? karaoke tracks. Okay. But you get to know the, um, <laughs> I, I talk about this so rarely. You get to know like the good companies. Like some karaoke yeah. tracks sound like absolute dog shit. Yeah, sure. And sure, so sure. I'd be like, if it's Zoom karaoke, if it's Bogle karaoke, it's it's high quality. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah. So and I'd so I'd start old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd start with some classic, uh, yeah. yeah, some classic. As I say, also it's very very much centered around Michael Bublé and anything that would then <laughs> uh-huh. sort of come in. Uh, I can sound a little bit like Michael Bublé. Okay. Uh, I okay. used to put on the voice a little bit. Uh-huh. Would you yeah. like to hear it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, give it a go. Yeah, I don't think I can mention that story without without doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So um, this is Michael Michael Bublé impression. Okay, ready. <laughs> You're a fallen star. You're the getaway car. You're the line in the sand. When I go too far. There you go. Oh, and, wow. And yeah. a very, we should have uh, just booked you as Michael Bublé. <laughs> That we had Michael Blay on the show. <laughs> the yeah, ratings would have that. Or maybe. And he wants know. to be a paranormal investigator for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And he he wants, he's going to do a cover of Blink-182 songs. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, how did, I mean, okay. How did you get into it? Like, uh, I'm obviously, I guess pubs just have pub singers. And so you're like, maybe you're a kid yeah. and you're like, oh, I'd be cool if I could do that. And you're already doing musical theater. So you just figured maybe you'd give it a try. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it was. Um, so so I loved. I loved. Uh, I loved singing and I loved performing. And um, and what it was was my fifteenth birthday. My dad. My present was this very very. It wasn't expensive or anything like that, but a PA system. Okay. So yeah. two speakers and a microphone and a little sound desk. Yeah. yeah. Because I had. I'd said I wanted. I wanted to start. You know. Sort of. And before that, because I grew up being known as the singer and being known as a performer, mm. I'd do the odd 
little sing at someone's wedding exactly. or sing while, yeah. while, yeah. while, while my aunt's going down the aisle. Cousin Kieran's like going to sing for you. Yeah, Cousin yeah. Uh-huh. Kieran's going to sing. Let's all give him a round of applause. And right. then I happen to be, you know, <laughs> half decent. So, uh-huh. so it was all, and then it was always like, oh, can I borrow this PA system? Can I borrow this microphone? So it was like, do you know what? I need my own thing. So got yeah. that. And then I figured out how to sort of record mm-hmm. um, with mm-hmm. the stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I created a, a, back in the day of CDs, imagine mm-hmm. that. Um, I created a little sort of five track CD and I put in a sleeve with a business card and a track list and who I was. And my dad would drive me around all the pubs in South London and Uh I'd literally just walk in, excuse me, sir, would you like a singer? And and hand the CD over. And my first gig was at the first person to ring me and call me was a pub called the Anglesey Arms in Bromley. Which is in in sort of southeast London. The Anglesey so Arms. C- the Anglesey C- Arms. C E A is in like the ocean. This, the, oh, oh. No, Anglesey. So that would be A N G L E S E Y. I think. Oh, Anglesey. Anglesey. It's just one word. Yeah, it's just one one word. Mm. I don't know what Anglesey is. I, I, yeah, it comes either. up quite a lot as you sort of in London. So I don't know. Mm. There's quite a few because you know pubs sort of will share names. There's a mm. million Kings Heads and there's a million <laughs> yeah. Fox and Hounds. I mean, there's Fox and Hounds in Studio City as well. So it's um. Right. Uh, yeah, so Anglesey Arms. I think it's an name. island in Wales. I just I'm googling Anglesey right now. There you go. That does make sense to me. Yeah. So the Anglesey Arms. Uh-huh. So that was my first ever gig. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. How did it go? The first gig. It was. It was great. It was before I figured out the Michael Bublé thing. Sure. So I'd borrowed. A, I'd borrowed a, a sort of a, a keyboard, like a piano, and I had a guitar as well. So I did a little bit with some tracks. I did a little bit on the piano and did a little bit with the guitar. And what was probably probably the most interesting story of the night was I was sitting there playing piano and singing a bit of Van Morrison. I think it was like Brown Eyed Girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Sitting there playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so people were sort of tapping their foot and sort of getting into it. And as you get into the, la, uh, you know, um, do uh, how, how's the sing-along part of that la, song la, go? La, what is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So as we get into that, then a couple of people get up and they're dancing. I'm sitting there 15 going, oh, my God, like, this is a great, great mm-hmm. night. And then two females, um, they're sort of dancing quite close and they're mm-hmm. having fun. And then they start really making out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, right, right. okay, Hell okay. Yeah. So, wait, right. so wait, hold on a second. So they, they go from dancing to immediately making out? <laughs> to immediately making out mm-hmm. and, and hands all over each Dude, other. Well, and, London's and this, awesome. Right? Well, <laughs> hold that a sec because okay. – uh, <laughs> Because the landlady of the pub kicked them out. And that was Uh a bit, right? 21st century, all that. So after the show, after the gig, she said, "Um, well done, Kira. I'm so sorry about that. And I said, no, no, that's fine. I said, but you shouldn't have had to, you shouldn't have kicked them out. That's not. And she went, no, no, no. She went, that's nothing a mother and daughter should be doing. Oh, Oh, man. Well, well, real turn there. Real turn. So is London so awesome as it just in Yeah, session? yeah, another wild night at like the Anglin Sandsbury <laughs> Chippers and Bots. <laughs> I uh, I don't know a lot of the words you've been saying. <laughs> oh, tonight I'm going that's to the a- fuck you, the, the fuck your kid arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's it, that's weird that that the bar owner knew that they were yeah, you know, yeah. like, like regularly right. coming in and making out yeah, just yeah, make it not tonight <laughs> ladies get out you know we got we got kids in here this time yeah. <laughs> and not just the one who's getting made yeah. out with yeah uh, <laughs> man so that was my first gig that was my first mm-hmm. exposure to uh mm-hmm. to doing mm-hmm. these this, this stuff yeah 
Was your dad with you for the whole show every time, or did he ever just drop you off, or like, did he ever get wasted while he was in there with you? No, I no, he, I really he wasn't didn't. there with you. I thought he just dropped you off to drop the cards off. No, no. So my dad, my dad was stick around. My oh, dad okay. is. Um, That's nice. Uh, uh, my dad is has always been very incredibly supportive, mm-hmm. and he. Um, so he would he would come. He to also the loved drinking, as my guy. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Might as well, like, oh, it's, yeah. it's not like you have to go watch, watch a kid's soccer game yeah. uh, or excuse me, football game, yeah. where you know it's just like, oh shit, I got to be in this cold ass field for two hours. <laughs> you know, right. like exactly. I do hang yeah. out in a pub, you know, yeah. while yeah, my, my son's hands out in a pub. It's not the worst uh, the, thing. The, the only time that made me laugh was um, he dropped me off at this uh, for some reason. My mum was there as well, so my mum wouldn't wouldn't often come. She'd come to a couple of gigs. But if it was just a regular, you know, whatever, she'd, she'd sort of stay home. My dad, bless him, would, mm-hmm. would drive me. And, mm. and then there was this one time where I, I don't know why, but it happened to be both of them dropped me off and they were going to go off and do something and pick me up. And so I went into this pub and that pub was called the Jolly, the Jolly Farmer or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. Dude. Yeah, no, I believe it. And, and what we're pulling it, was, it from was, like, we're pulling like a bingo for names. Of yeah, pubs, yeah. But yeah. 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 <laughs> and this is after. So, you, you know, you used to be able to obviously smoke in, in, in pubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was after the smoking ban. And that could, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of pubs sort of really went out of business after because people were, well, I can't smoke. I'm not going to come for a drink. Yeah. So, um, so I went in and everyone was, sm- everyone was smoking mm-hmm. in there. So I'm trying to sing. I think I was about 16. And, uh, and I was like, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have a show here called Stars in Their Eyes, where people would dress up as a celebrity and come on and sing a song. Say, say it was like, oh, cool. and, and the host, yeah, and the host was called Matthew. Mm-hmm. And what they say, they go, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Rod Stewart. <laughs> and then this smoke, this smoke would happen. Obviously, it was a cut, but, yeah, but yeah. the way they filmed it made it seem like this person magic, ma- magically transformed into Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so this smoke would, so that's what it felt like. It felt like stars in their eyes, that the smoke was just everywhere. Mm. And so I did my first set. I was doing three sets, did my first set. And I called my parents and I go, it's nuts. They're smoking in here. Mom's going, no, that's awful. Oh my God. Halfway through my second set, I look over at the bar and I see my parents like that at the bar. <laughs> they, as soon as I heard it, my mum went, you've got to turn around, they're smoking in the pub. <laughs> like the good old days, Sean. Yeah, so, uh, um, so yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. I, I definitely enjoyed the pubs more than the weddings. The weddings used to really give me some anxiety because you, you're like 16 and, and I used to do a bit of DJing as well. Right. It's someone's it. so special I'm, day or whatever, instead of someone's day. random night out, which is like, oh, yeah. this is nice. It's a nice add on at a pub yeah. where it's like, you better fucking sing my fucking songs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And else. I'd sing, I'd have to sing the, um, occasionally I'd sing the bride down the aisle mm-hmm. and occasionally, oh, wow. and, and I do the first dance as well. It's such a huge yeah. part of the, so, so yeah. So there was really um, nail that. Yeah, and so so the weddings used to used to sort of cause. <laughs> I t- thanks to my hypnotherapist turned out you know um, <laughs> that I, that's that's why I, I do I get I get this sort of like that's my panic with um with performing, and mm-hmm. uh, and and that is uh, yeah it comes from from singing at weddings and just being such a big part of someone's the, the most special day in their life. The only chance you and get, it's all really. on you. Yeah, 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 like you're exactly. in a if you're in a live production of a play or a musical or whatever, like you you get it wrong and you're probably the only person who like actually knows, or you've got another show to do it again, right? Whereas this is yeah. like, this is the time no, to sing. This is it. This is it. Yeah, whatever. And Black so Bird yeah, or something. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So that was yeah. so yeah, doing weddings. End of the world R E M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First dance. Yeah. yeah. Coming down the aisle to uh bare naked ladies one week. Uh... <laughs> I did I did go to a wedding once and, and I didn't have to sing the first dance. Yeah. But their first dance was um fuck me fuck me gently by Tenacious nice, D. Nice, oh, nice, very nice, nice, very yeah. cool. Yeah. That was their first time. There were children about that. (laughs) Some of the guests were so horrified. They were like, why are we friends with these people? We should have known. And then they took took those kids to a pub and they're like, oh, man, the kids are making out with their moms in here. We (laughs) got to go. (laughs) Why do we live here? (laughs) Let's move to Denmark, please. Um, (laughs) Wow. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, And then eventually you just sort of transitioned to weddings. You just like you stuck with that more because it paid more. Oh, yeah. 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 So what so what you would charge for a. A pub, you might charge uh, one hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, for um, three for, sets. For, for, for yeah, for about two, two, two and a half hours of music, mm-hmm. and then but for the same set for a wedding. Oh, you charge like five hundred bucks. You like right, charge right, like right, five hundred right, quid right, right. because it's it's weddings, you know. Yeah. And there was, you know, I mean, don't go. It was. I went from that to then going to university, and I stopped doing it when I was at university. Yeah, cause you didn't because you because the traveling was yeah, oh, that too. yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, and I was, as you know, it's college, so I was drunk all the time. Um, but it was, um, but it was. Uh, I remember this one day being like sixteen years old, and I'd agreed to do a, a wedding in the day, so sing while they're sitting down having their food, mm. and then went and did a, a like a birthday party in the evening. Mm. And sixteen years old, coming home with like a grand in cash. Yeah. Oh wow! And being like, yeah, yeah. I want to do this forever. Yeah. Earning <laughs> money. Yeah. <laughs> so when I then had no money, it was a really big. Uh, Big contrast. Yeah. 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 It feels but like yeah. so it, was, it, was mean, fun. it feels like it comes from nothing, especially when it comes from singing, you know, like, I mean, obviously oh. you practice singing, but like, it's just like, I just sang and they gave me money. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. And, and all my friends had like paper rounds and they worked in, you know, they, they had those general 16, yeah, 15 year old jobs that you had. Hourly and wages go, and shit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I get to hang out in a pub mm-hmm. and, and get, and people think you're money. awesome too. You know, like yeah, well, yeah. people who don't, yeah, I mean, they never yeah. say anything. Who cares? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so that was the bet. That was the great part of it was the money. Oh, uh, and I don't mean to move on to, to the next thing, but I, I do want to like, were people, I was just saying that people were probably awesome. Were, did you ever run into some stinkers? Like, did people heckle you or anything? I mean, you're you a very vulnerable of, position there. <laughs> you'd get, um, yeah, you know, a lot of being 15, 16 and surrounded by so many drunk adults. <laughs> um, yeah. There was yeah. one time where I was doing, I was at like the end of the set and I was finishing the night and everyone had a great night. And this guy just came up and snatched the microphone out of my hand and started to rap. Okay. I was singing, I was singing Frank Sinatra's My Way. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. that doesn't really. That doesn't uh-huh. work. Yeah, yeah then he, he, he showed up, started singing Limp Biscuits My Way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My but way that, of the highway. <laughs> yeah. But that was, yeah. So, so a lot of, and then the other thing was, um, uh, middle-aged women, once they've got a drink oh, in them, they can yeah. get pretty, pretty uh-huh. handsy. Yeah, yeah, they um, can really start making out with their daughters. Let me tell you. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, so I'd get booked for like a birthday party. Yeah, and this this husband has paid for like 300, 400 pounds for me to be there. Yeah. To essentially sing, but also just get groped by his wife. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you just see him at the bar, just absolutely fuming. Just like, oh, shit. So uh, (laughs) so that was fun. Yeah, but you sound like Michael Buble, you know? Yeah, I sound like Michael Buble. Yeah, Yeah. we can do. 
Okay, Kieran, that was your first job. First kind of couple of jobs, we'll say. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the worst job you've ever had? There was one week, and it was, I say it was worse because it was just like, why, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah. Um, selling bottle, bottles of water to mm -hmm. tourists on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, that was, man. you know, you know, that in the Chinese theatre. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah. That, that, that store, and my friend had come, I was at that drama, I was at, you know, an acting school with my friend, and he said, I'm going to get you a job here. It's all cash. He's like, I made like 600 bucks in one night just to stand on Hollywood Boulevard with a sign. I'm like, get me that job. Yeah. Oh, it was just folding T-shirts and selling bottles of water. It was yeah. So that that was probably just because it was the most boring yeah, no, fucking thing. Fucking awful. Like, yeah. yeah, like for those who've never been on, on Hollywood Boulevard specifically, I think the best thing to do is to picture like, you know, kind of like the hustle and bustle of Times Square mixed with the most disappointment <laughs> you yeah, can muster because yeah. like and, that's and that's what hollywood is full of there's just people who thought they were coming to this like really neat cultural thing and are for the most part shoved onto a very narrow sidewalk <laughs> and are just and like, into passing. a spider-man costume yeah very running into like like fucking like bootleg characters <laughs> uh -huh. and they're just trying to get past like the planet hollywood like where where there's nowhere that planet hollywood's they existed yeah. in the 90s you know like they had a spread and then they went just right back to hollywood only yeah yeah, yeah. and that's it you know and they're like the godiva store you know <laughs> uh, that's all that's all there is and so the, yeah, yeah and then you get interrupted by people like kieran who just have like a bottle of water and a t-shirt that just says like Hollywood exactly. fucks or whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And so, I, yeah, I would say that is, that was just the most, it was about two weeks I did it for and it was, I did it cash in hand as well. So my dad was a little bit like, right, this isn't, it's technically not legal. I wasn't necessarily on a work visa. Right. Can I say that on here? Fuck, I'm here. Yeah, no, well, I work from I mean, I'm, I'm familiar like, you know, if you have a, a lot of people who have visas that make it, it into the u.s sometimes they can't work because they don't have a work no. visa, so you have to got you either have to like have this and enormous pile of cash which nobody fucking has right yeah or get cash in some other way that's it and but also there's there's ways around it so if you're on say you, you're on a visa that's specifically for being uh, an actor you know right. which, you let's be honest, it's hollywood that's half the half the yeah. visas you know yeah there's ways around it so you could work in like a movie theater Mm. Um, because it's something to do with, with the, the industry, industry. <laughs> right? You could be, Hilarious. you can be a, you could be a host at a restaurant, but you couldn't be a waiter, or you can okay. be a server. Okay, but you okay. can be a host because that's greeting people and that's a performance. Oh, and that's so, so, so oh, that's absolutely yeah. So the so the second job I had after that was I worked at the El Capitan. On, so you're uh, just on the, that same street. On <laughs> that same street. On that street. I couldn't get. I lived there as well. Did I tell you? Get that? Off Hollywood um, Boulevard. Yeah. 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 I yeah, lived you, lived in, yeah. you lived in a refrigerator box on the I lived outside yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, like so that was my pushing was past like Hispanic Joker or whatever, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> found your job at El Capitan. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, okay, so so the dude so the dude pitches to you this this water bottle thing, and then yes. are you are you do it with him or you do it alone? Like, is he just like drop you off? <laughs> you know, like no. in his Toyota Camry or something? No, so you're so you're in the you're in the um like the the stall. You're in okay. um so it's in one of those sort of t-shirt shops. Okay, and yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you're when you're uh, that side where you're looking at the Chinese theater, but you're mm. you're on the um you know with yep. all the handprints and stuff mm, like that. Mm, mm, mm. There's then two two stalls behind yeah. you, and one of them sells drinks and sells sort of snacks and stuff. Just shit stuff. for people who are on but their feet is, and don't but know. But it's what mainly five dollars for a bottle of water. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. that's all you sold because that's <laughs> it's just so um so that's that's where it was. Um, um 
question. Yeah. The guy was you, weird as well, I thought. The guy who told you about it or the guy who was there? Yeah. I hope I'm not exposing anyone, but his name was Wayne. And um, Wayne? Fucking Wayne. <laughs> fucking Wayne. And, and so he had two sons who worked there as well. And apparently he had <laughs> okay. something like four or five, uh, you know, of those touristy T-shirt <clears throat> fucking businesses. shit shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business, yeah, yeah. businesses. Um, and, <laughs> and apparently he had like five. And apparently the money, every day, the money he made, uh, you know, or the businesses made, not him personally. Yeah. But apparently he just had so much money. and what, But he never left. He never stopped working. Yeah. And one of his sons said that he would come home and he'd only ever be home for about five hours and he would just sleep on the kitchen floor. Oh my fucking! But he was making all this money. What kind yeah. of a life is that? Um, yeah, the yeah, life of Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. The life yeah. of Wayne, dude. Yeah, the yeah, life yeah. of Wayne. The sordid life of Wayne. You know. Yeah. Wayne's um, world. It's. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, um, so, I mean, so maybe what, was yeah, he like? W- 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 I mean, uh, part of me thinks like he's just trying to save up for something. Like, I mean, you know, people who are who are immigrants or something, like you know, like they've got money to send home or something. That yeah. could be a situation. No, he was, he was very much, you know, like however many Kansas. generations America. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He was, he's um, saving up for a couch, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> or a bigger kitchen, I... you know, with real soft floors. <laughs> hey, how soft is the floor in this kitchen? We could take you to the bedroom. I don't think so. Talk to me about the kitchen. Wayne, you've got all this money. Buy a bed. Buy a yeah. bed. Um, or a mattress at least. Yeah. Or um, some pine he... bedding. Just get some chips down there. Yeah, sleep yeah. on a pile of your weak ass shirts from the store. <laughs> Yeah, so, but I heard that I met him twice. I'd heard that story about him sleeping on the floor from my friend Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack's, uh, Jack's uh, interestingly, he's a ventriloquist. So he's, okay. he's, wow. he's working mm-hmm. the comedy. Jack Williams, he's working the, he still works the, um, the sort of the, yeah. the circuit out there. Like he told me his dummy backed him up very by the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, told yeah, me that's yeah. true. Hell yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 600 bucks a day. He said uh-huh. it. <laughs> right, right on the floor, right on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you heard Riley. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So was, when you see weird. when you see Wayne, is that like the first thing you think is this guy sleeps on the kitchen floor, or did you I, I learn looked, that later? Um. No, he told me that before I took the job, and I still took the job. I'm mm. like, yeah, I'll work for this guy. Uh-huh. Um. But it was because Jack was saying how much money he was making oh. because he got a commission. So for so the whole time he was out on on the you know on the street with the sign, got it. He made a percentage of what the store took. Got it. Okay. And, so, and, and it was all in cash. Yeah. And so he, oh, wow. um, I feel like I'm exposing this. No, this, this tomorrow. is so common in every like heavy foot. Tra- like this is common in yeah. Hollywood, Times Square, Estes yeah. Park, Colorado, Myrtle Beach, you know, like just everywhere. Yeah. There's a lot of people walking around. This is a thing. Yeah. I just, I just, for Wayne's sake, I hope you don't have a market of just like IRS, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, we have auditors. That <laughs> and they're like, the we show. love this podcast. Wait, what did he say? By the way, you know, if so, you're uh, an auditor who listens to the show, you should text the podcast. Yeah, the numbers in the bumper. I would love to hear what you have to say, just in yeah. general. And, I, and I'd love to hear what you have to say about Wayne. Go ahead, write <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, that seems extremely low likelihood, I think. <laughs> but yeah, so that was weird. That was a weird, uh, weird job. It was only two weeks. Yeah. So wait, you were inside the shop or you were also outside with the sign? No, I was inside. So I wanted the, I wanted the job with the sign because oh, of how much. You, so so you I did it for two weeks and I now I didn't get that much money. It was like I think it worked out. It was like six, six bucks, seven bucks or something an hour. 
Fuck. Um, oh, so I man. Did yeah, it was it was awful. It was uh, maybe it was oh. 10. Either way, it wasn't it's still what, not enough. It was not yeah. 600. It, wasn't, was, <laughs> it was not what was advertised. Right. Um, so wait, so, was your uh, buddy out there <laughs> with the sign? And he was like, hey, yeah, he was, Kieran, come on out here. It'll be cool. And you're like, I can't. You're the guy who's this guy's fucking sign. Yeah. You're if I want to earn that. Yeah, I'd be like, Jack, I've got to murder you if because that's <laughs> And I've got to, you know, a bit like the, the, the Tim Allen film, The Santa Claus. I have uh -huh. to kill you and then I have to do your job. Uh -huh. You yeah. start turning um, into your you thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, exactly. So. Uh, oh, and so, then he yeah. turns into the dummy. And then now. Yes. Oh, and then, shit. Dude. And I get to out. shove my hand up his ass for once. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah. Well, verify your weird yeah. stories. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, then, and then, then all you guys are just sleeping on the kitchen floor. With yeah. One. That's it. And that's how you get that's stuck the, with them. The the Hollywood, the American dream. You know. So, so <laughs> like, I mean, I can imagine even if you had the six hundred dollar a day job, you'd be like, I don't want to fucking do this after two weeks. You know, like, no. but like, you didn't even have the money, so you're just like, well, no. did, so so <laughs> so did you when you we, we when you started, we were like, you know, he probably showed you the register, and you're like, this is where you're gonna be, and you're like, uh, uh, I want to I want to do that job. Oh no, we got someone doing that job. Okay. But yeah. So when can I do that job? You know, uh -huh. yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was it was folding T-shirts and selling bottles of water. Yeah, were not what mad, was advertised. Were people mad that it was a five dollar bottle of water? There would be, uh, I mean, sad resignation was, is what it sounds like to me. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. The, like, obviously, okay. but obviously, who you're trapping is tourists. Yes, so I guess of course. they're all, right. So yeah. I'd meet a lot of English people, and I'd feel awful. Oh um, yeah, you're selling like, them because I wanted like, to be like, yeah, you, yeah, you like hide your accent. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, howdy, y'all. Do you want water? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm Australian, mate. Well, you don't. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I'd feel I'd feel awful, but at the same time, got to got to get that, got to chase that Yankee dollar. You know. Also, mm -hmm. you know, they got the cash to fly to the U.S. and loaf around exactly. Hollywood, so they can. Probably yeah, I think I think it's just like bummer circumstances. It's like the same thing you go to like a concert or like a, a, a basketball game. You're yeah. just like, yeah. oh yeah, ten bucks a beer or whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. it yeah. sucks, but yeah. they just yeah, they're just let like, it go. and it and it would be so interesting. Like, I'd 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 get talking, to, and if they were English, obviously, then I had like a thing to talk about, and then mm -hmm. I might say, oh, if you're here for two weeks, I've got a comedy show here or something. Uh -huh. You know, I, uh -huh. and that was fun. And so I'd meet, and so what was so fun was like bumping into people who might be like. um from 15 minutes from from my hometown oh, right. and, they, and, sure. they, and they'd be and they'd be like oh but how did you how did you end up here and i'm like you tell me because <laughs> i'm trying because to get this out of where here. i wanted to be yeah. <laughs> yeah. how did i end up here i don't know and that's the problem <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly how did you are you leaving can you take me with you yeah i'll tell you and i'll throw in a bottle of water for five bucks right now <laughs> yeah special price just for you five whole dollars yeah. american can you tell my mom to come get me please <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah so. two weeks two weeks two weeks two weeks yeah. um did you meet anybody else there? Or you pretty much just stuck to it. I mean, it's just like no, you work. You worked on your own. You oh on your own. yeah, and that there guy was, was just too was... busy sleeping on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, um, there was this. There was the store behind. The store behind was the one that sold the t-shirts and all that sort of stuff. Uh -huh. But I never met anyone there. Uh -huh. I would literally show up, take over from the person before, uh -huh. and and, and just all and by yourself. Right. Right. That's yeah. the, that's the business model. That's how the person. I think makes... that was. Yeah, and I think that was it as well. I was like, oh, this is not enough money to just be stood here on my own, ripping mm -hmm. right. yeah. people off. You know, it's, it's yeah, yeah, so... yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no one even like sort of supervising, forcing you to do it in a sense. Like, oh, mm -hmm. oh, the first day. I mean, I'm someone who needs to be told what to do, and I also need someone there to hold my hand, if mm -hmm. especially if it's like a new right. job or something. Mm -hmm. So to turn up the first day 
and just be like, so here's the register, off you go. <laughs> and I've never, I'd never worked in a in a customer service kind of situation. Role, yeah. And so the first day, I was just like, oh, oh my god, like you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So that that was just what was a bit shitty about. It. I was just like, there's there's no sort of train. I mean, what would the training be? You know. I mean, the training but, uh, could be like a two hours, <laughs> you know, instead of an just, immediate yeah, handoff. Yeah. 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 How how to deal with a six foot Harley Quinn that won't stop talking <laughs> to you? <laughs> well, the other thing is that your change is so different there. So right. your, your, you know, your dime and your... Was it cash you know, only? Got... So it's cash. Um, it wasn't necessarily cash only, uh-huh. but when people would pay in cash. So here we have, we have a 1p, mm. a 2p, mm. a 5p, mm. a 10p, mm. a 20p, mm. a 50p, mm. and then a pound coin mm-hmm. and a two pound coin as well. Mm. There you've got, you've got your, you've got a quarter, your 25 cents. Yeah. You've yeah, got the 10 and the them. five. Yeah, Hell yeah. I'm, uh-huh. I'm checking this out. And so yeah. trying to, trying to work out the... The the change, yeah. Well, if it's if uh, same, and uh, yeah, if it's any constellation, as an American, I once applied to a subway sandwich shop, and they had like you had to do ma- like math on the thing, and I just said, oh, I'm not going to yeah. let a subway. Like I just, yeah, I just threw away the application. I was like, I'll work anywhere yeah. else. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. Well, I I I used to um, I, you know, I grew up as the theater kid, and uh, and so in maths, they used to uh, they used to let me fall asleep because they they looked at me and they they knew I was awful at it. They just looked, <laughs> they, they were like. This guy's never going to do anything to do with this guy's never going to end up in a, in a, in a t-shirt combo water bottle shop on Hollywood Boulevard and have to make American change. No, I I definitely know about him. (laughs) This guy, this, this guy, um, this guy is either going to, you know, be on the stage or he's going to end up doing porn and he doesn't need maths Uh for either of those, you know, so, uh, so, uh, yeah. I don't know why the teacher would, would suggest you imagine sitting down with a guidance counselor. Like, so have you considered porn, um, yeah. that would be, that would be kind of inappropriate, but, um, but yeah, yeah, so that was, that was tough. Doing the maths was, 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 uh, like, I'm okay. So then, you know, uh, what made you stick it out for two weeks? I mean, what, like you just wanted to leave on a good note. <laughs> you put I, wanted, two weeks I, wanted that, I wanted that sign, baby. I wanted to be out on that. Right. I, that's where I was working towards. And I spoke to my dad about it and he was, um, he was just like, look, I, I don't feel he, he was like, look, you know, if you get found out, you're doing this job under the table. It's not a great setup out, regardless. No, it's, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It was my first year that I was out there. I was at drama school and I was like, so the, so I ended up getting a job as the um, I would help build the oh, sets right. for the plays on um, on on campus. So there would always be plays going on because it was a it was an acting school. Uh-huh, so that uh-huh. was my next job was was um, before the Cap- El Capitan was uh, uh-huh. painting and building sets. For, God, uh, when that's plays. a legitimate situation. Yeah, and I loved. I did it really enjoyed. Yeah, that. a lot really more enjoyable <laughs> than swindling, you know, idiots. Really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. For for none of your gain, really. No, like, just minimum. Well, less than minimum wage, and just uh-huh. ripping people off was uh-huh. was not my um not my intention right. when I when I moved out to the US. So. <laughs> But it is what happens in the U.S., you know, so it is. a real yeah, a real yeah. education, I guess, on what really goes on. I wouldn't yeah. say behind the scenes. I would just say right in front of people's faces all the time. <laughs> like you got you got healthcare needs. Well, fuck you, first of all. <laughs> and pony up. Yeah. Um, OK, well, well, um, Karen, we always ask like three questions to make sure make sure we kind of like round it out. Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of covered most things. Um, so question number one is for that job when were you done and how did you quit you know that you you know you decided to move but like when did it was it the conversation with your dad that was like this is my decision for sure i'm i gotta get yeah. out of here and, and then after that is... conversation how like did you like just not show up the next day or oh a text 
Yeah. I sent the text. I said, hey, <laughs> hey, man, I'm not going to be there anymore. And he yeah. said, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. Wayne doesn't fucking give a shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's just his counting heart. that he's a, dead or just alive. Just counting that yeah. money. Yeah. So his, I think uh, that's his what phone maybe started, he was trying to let's say his phone oh, yeah, started so. rattling on the kitchen floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reached over and grabbed it. Like, oh yeah. Who Lost another one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was that was it. it was a text. I literally read, Oh, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, and then you were he was like, free. okay. Yeah. Okay, question number two. What's one good thing you would say you took from that bad job? Um, one good thing is, you know, growing up in a, in a little, uh, you know, I'm not that far from London. There's more remote places than where I grew up. Right. But to be, be we all know that that Hollywood Boulevard is just a fucking shit show. Right? Yes. Right. And it's, it is and the it's middle not, of something. Yeah. Yeah. But also just to stand there and look at the, the Chinese theater and, and, and it's, listen, it's a shit show, but it's a shit show full with history. Filled yeah. With it has history. a vibe. Yeah. It does have a vibe. And so to, and you see it in movie rush hour and you see uh-huh. it in all uh-huh. these oh, yeah. amazing movies. So I think that the best thing would, would, was to be to know that I was just in a place mm-hmm. that not many people, uh, where would I'm ever from see. Could, right. could ever say, Oh, I used to work outside the Chinese theater and sell bottles of water to tourists and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and have that story. So that was the best uh-huh. part of it. Yeah. 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 I think that they're right. You're right. They're like, there's a, there's a good combo experience of sort of like you see the sheen and you see the gum and you're just like, yeah, sheen and gum, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw yeah. them all instead of, I just saw sort of like what someone else wanted me to see of that, which is like exactly. the one shot in rush hour or the in Iron Man or, you know, Ex- like whatever, yeah. Yeah, whatever exactly. thing they have going on. Yeah. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. I was <laughs> among I was the there, Spider-Mans and the Wolverines and the, the yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Superman's or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Question number three, not really related yes. to that job is we've we have and continue to have a pandemic um what's that i couldn't tell you um and like how you doing um (laughs) in general and uh any like sort of new you know i think for some people the pandemic has been like you know because people were kind of forced to step back some people had some kind of like new like thoughts on their lives or whatever like so any of those reflections are welcoming so, so um, I know I said it at the start, and I don't know if you'll, you'll include that sort of the you know when we we're just having a chat at the start. But I did, I took a job as a as a music teacher in a, in like a high school. Mm. Uh-huh. And so when I first moved back from the US, I was you know um, I was expecting to be back at the time that I was, and it took me. That's what I, I did go. I saw the I went. That's when I went to see the hypnotherapist just to sort yeah. of get out this weird uh-huh. funk. Yeah. And uh, and so this job came up. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll teach. I was waiting for my fiance to finish. She's a teacher as well. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting for her to finish her, um, her year at school, mm-hmm. you know, the academic year. And then we were going to move to London. That was the big plan to move, mm-hmm. to move to London. Mm-hmm. So I thought this job was going to be three months. They literally, thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like, we need someone now. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm available now, but I'm not going to be available in the summer. I'm moving. Yeah. And they were like, that's fine. We just need someone now. We need someone yeah. now. Um, so so this is like, what, like, a, this is like, this is uh, January. February. Of 2020? This this is fe- the February. Oh, the February. shit. The February, and, as we say. <laughs> yeah, the February. Uh-huh. And do you know what's so weird is that, so I did two weeks. Yes. And then we had what's called, um, <laughs> that's, that's as far as my job lasts. Mm. But I did two weeks and then we had um, what we call half term. So that's when the kids go on a break just for a week. Mm. Um, and, uh, and during that half term, I went to New York. Mm. And my friend was in a play 
um, my friend Max, and he uh, and we were on the subway, mm. and I remember saying to him, I went, wouldn't it be nuts if that thing in China came here? <laughs> because we were looking at the amount yeah, of people on the subway. In, of course, you're like we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he yeah. and he was like, and he my my friend Max, he's the poshest person you'll ever meet. He's he's related to very distant related to royalty. Uh-huh. So his sur- his his surname is is Fitzroy Stone, and Fitzroy means bastard of the king. Mm-hmm. So so oh. he is a descendant. So he's a descendant of Charles the first, who apparently fucked everything, uh-huh. uh, everything that <laughs> yeah. moved. And uh-huh. so uh, so so he was like, no, it, it'll never come here. It's all the way over in China. And, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, and then little did we know. So so that ended up being a job that I thought would last about four months till the end mm. of the academic year mm. and ended up lasting uh, a year and a half. Yeah through on all the zoom lessons had to yeah. learn how to do that and also it was like I, ha- I had a couple of weeks in the classroom and then it was like oh oh now it's a completely different ball game so it's not even like even the teachers who i would go to for advice have yeah. never been in this situation before correct <laughs> so, uh, so yeah and so yeah. and so do you know what it taught me because you have to plan the lessons you have to really be it taught me i'm thankful that i i it taught me how to be organized yeah and you know what it's like when you're a comedian, when you're a writer, when you're an actor, there is a level of selfish, uh, selfishness that has to come with that because you mm-hmm. have to constantly go, I know I said I'd do that, but I've just been offered this gig and I'm going to do that gig, yeah. you know, or um, look, I know I said I'd go out with you and your friends, but I'm, I'm just trying to get this scene it. finished. Yeah. I, I need to get what it taught me was to put others and children, really, these amazing, amazing kids who I got to know put these children before the interests of myself. Sure. And so I will always be, so I still teach now. So uh-huh. whilst I write and uh, you know, I've, uh, I, I still do comedy now. Mm-hmm. My, my job now is I'm a, uh, I teach um, uh, students acting and, and singing. Uh-huh. And so I've, I've managed to bring that sort of that high school part, you know, teaching part of it to this, uh, this part-time job Got and it. just, uh, and just supporting these kids because it's um, the one thing that they, they don't, uh, focus on in these sort of performing arts school is the men- mental health side of it. Yeah, definitely. So, it's like the it's like crazy how little they talk about it. Yeah, you know, and they they focus on competition as well. Like you are you are in competition yeah. with everyone in this room. No, you're fucking not. Yeah, because you're all. not. No, you're you're not the same type. You look. You, I'm, you're telling me that I. Uh, uh, you know, weighing 250 pounds and going up for the same parts as this guy who's essentially, you know, uh, Chris Hemsworth. We're not, we're not in competition with each other exactly. at all. Um, yeah, exactly. And so I, so that's a big part of my, my, my lessons that I do there is, um, is I say to them, do not compare yourself to anyone else. You compare yourself to yourself yesterday. If you've got a goal, whether it's career-wise or personal, you know, for, for, if you want to drink more water, if you think you need to drink more water, did you drink more water today than you did yesterday? Yes, then you'll make it, then you're doing it. You are right. improving. Right. So that's my big, um, I get a little bit hippie with it. Um, no, I, I love I, it. No, I think it's a huge lesson missing from like the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would even, I would even go so far as to say that I, I was, I started talking about this stuff um, when I was working at the high school mm. um, and, and it was mental health awareness week and there were, the school wasn't really doing that much for it. Mm. So I had these little handouts and they were sort of little shapes and it said, uh, it was, uh, I, I am, I, it was like, I have, I am, I can, or something like that. Yeah. And I said, even if you, even if you want to put down, I am a boy, it was an all boys school. 
Mm. You've got to write something down. Mm -hmm. And there were some kids that uh, I have, I said, well, well, first of all, I said, you have friends, just put, I have a family that cares about me. And if, and if you feel you don't have that, then I'll tell you what you put down. I have a form, so I was a form tutor, meaning Mm -hmm. like homeroom. Yeah. I think you call it homeroom there. Mm-hmm. I say, I have a form tutor and I have teachers that care about me. If mm-hmm. you can't think of anything, that's your first thing you write down. Yeah. And there were still some kids who could not think of anything to write down. Yeah. I can, I have, I am. And, and, uh, and then the other thing, the other question I asked was, um, who, who can tell me, um, one thing they like about themselves? Oh yeah. And a, and a couple of hands went up. And I asked, you know, so I said, uh, right now, who can tell me one thing they don't like about themselves? And everyone's hand yeah. went up. You know, and and so I think it's so important. I know this is a comedy podcast. No, you this, know, this but is where we start rounding it out to the real stuff. This, yeah, exactly. And I just think that is, you know, teaching at that school, being in a situation that none of us ever thought we'd be in. You know, yeah. I, I thought <laughs> yeah. by that point I was I was going to be uh, doing this and writing this and and mm-hmm. you know having that and living in London. I mean, I was still living with. At the time, where I was living with my uh, my future in laws. I'm getting married uh, next year. Yeah. Um. So just be, feeling like being like 26 and being like, oh my god, what is my life? But knowing everyone else is in the same same uh, position in the right. same boat. Um, right. Well, so, even so, and the other thing that's like so hard to even triple down on is like, even if they weren't in the same position, mm. like you're still in your deal. It's like it doesn't fucking. You're still on Hollywood Boulevard selling water bottles. You either got to, you either got to. You either got to get out of it or you got to you get to embrace it and change something else. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't exactly. really matter exactly. the ultimate context, which is like a lesson all I I try to drill into my brain all the goddamn time. <laughs> and it's hard. It's hard to, it's it's hard to do yeah. that because we um, we, we're so good at telling ourselves uh, terrible things about themselves, ourselves. And, yeah. we, and we're, we're not so good about telling ourselves uh, good things yeah. uh, about ourselves. But it's it, it is possible. And that's what I've been teaching. That's what I a big thing that I, I make sure I cover in my lessons, whatever it is I'm teaching, whether it's singing, acting or whether it was when I was uh, you know working in a high school is, um, yeah, just just this this idea of uh, sounds cheesy, but you are enough. And yeah. Uh, and um and just just be just being kind to yourself. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was my big thing. I love I love doing that job. Yeah, sounds like quite the like arc. Um, yeah. Well, Kieran, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you on the thank internet you. if you'd like to be found? Um, so I'm I am just at Kieran Mellish, and uh, and I you know I'm I'm just getting back into live comedy. I've been writing, um, but just getting back into live comedy. So I do. If anyone is listening and they're in the London area, I do run a weekly show um, at a bar called The Hamlet. Mm-hmm. And the club is called Great Dane Comedy Club. No one gets it. Great Dane, <laughs> uh, Prince of Denmark, Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I but, didn't so, get yeah. it, but I got yeah. it now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so I thought I was being so clever and, yeah. and smart. I was, I'm going to yeah. call it Great Dane Comedy yeah, Club. Yeah, although like, I, yeah. I, I would guess that the audience that's going to get that's probably not looking for like a like stand up no. comedy. You know, they're looking for like no, a Shakespeare no, review. No, not at all. They're they're yeah. so they turn up so pissed. Uh, they turn up. I did. I was um I was threatened on Wednesday. The last show I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the couple talking in the front row whispering yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah. They were asked to. They were asked to stop. You know, mm-hmm. not by me, but by the comedian. Mm-hmm. Well, they were so upset, and and mm-hmm. so they were going to kick. They were going to, you know, kick off with this with the comedian. I said, absolutely not. She was mm-hmm. a female comedian. Mm-hmm. Said, I, oh, I need to go down there, and I need to te- speak to that girl, and I need to tell. Her. I said, you're not doing any of that fucking shit. I said, you're going to sit. <laughs> so you're going to stay where you are. You're going to finish your drink, and then you're going to fuck off. 
mm-hmm. and uh, and he did th- he threatened to throw me down this flight of stairs I was still okay. on. Um, but so so it can be it can so be, be a, get a, a bit good hairy. time. It's a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's ev- every Wednesday at the Hamlet in Streatham, mm-hmm. uh, and that's southwest London. And uh, and then yeah, at Kira Mellish, I'm just on Instagram, put things on Facebook, and yeah, I'm just I'm about Excellent. I'm about. You know, mm-hmm. and we'll um, <laughs> we'll put links to uh, everywhere that Kieran is about um, in the show notes. Um, Kieran, thank you so much. It's been a thank pleasure. you guys absolutely. Yeah, thank you, you so wonderful. much. Thank you very much, man. And Cheers, thank you. Fuck this place. Rate the podcast, leave a review, five stars, four stars. You can give less stars, but don't do that. I mean, you can, but just text us. You know, it's 470-223-5627. That's 470-223-5627. You can just let it out, you know. Get mean. We're here for you. Okay, that's it. Bye for now. Bye for now.